Today we're in downtown Atlanta talking with William Pate, head of the Atlanta Convention Visitors Bureau. We're going to hear how the cancellation of the Final Four and 29 other major events had a $10 billion impact on the local economy. We all know how important conventions are to our hotels and restaurants that are near and dear to our heart. So I wanted to talk to William to find out his opinion of how the 2021 calendar is looking to hear how quickly he thinks we're going to come out of this. Thanks for joining Hey, William, thank you for joining me. Uh, another fun edition of Team Talks. Uh, I'm excited for you to be here. Somebody new and different within our industry, but not one of our close friends. Well, I'm really excited to be here. I always like, like to talk about the industry. I just, uh, I wish it was a lot better news to deliver. Well, you know, let's find out. I mean, I think that's part of what we all need to know. We need stats and data, and I think you, you're a perfect one. So, uh, before we dive in, I mean, William Pate, uh, head of the Atlanta Convention Visitors Bureau. And obviously, I want to find out what the uh, pipeline looked like, looks like going forward, what the, the cancellations have meant to the city, uh, and hopefully everybody can sort of extrapolate that out to with their own city or town or et cetera. And then we obviously want to know what your prediction is for when the convention world is going to come back because of how it affects our industry. Absolutely. But before I, before I dive into that, I like to get into who people are and what their background is and what is the head of the Atlanta Convention's Visitors Bureau's job. Uh, so how'd you get into this crazy business that we're in? Uh, well, most of my career was in, uh, I was the chief marketing officer for a large corporation here in Atlanta. Uh, that company was bought. Um, I had chaired the Bureau of, the, uh, of ACVB uh, back in uh, 2001, right around the time of uh, you know, September 11th. So my timing's always been really good because I sure. took the job in September 8th, uh, it's September of 2008 when, you know, all hope was lost after the financial crisis. So I always seem to be getting into the industry uh, just when, uh, you know, all the business has evaporated. But, uh, but it's been great and it's been a great opportunity to use those kind of corporate techniques in this business. And we run uh, the CVV very much like a business. Um, we, uh, I report to a private board, um, although we do get hotel, motel tax money. But our job is basically to get more people here tomorrow than we're here yesterday. It's all about building volume because when we have large numbers of people in the city, uh, everybody benefits, the hotels, the restaurants, the attractions, all the people that serve that business. Uh, everybody does really well. So for us, it's all about building volume. And we do that through uh, tourism, through business travel, and then, of course, convention business. So uh, you and your colleagues across the country have your work cut out for you right now. That is for sure. So uh, back me up. Give me the, what I call your COVID timeline. I mean, you were right in the heart of it, right, as, as were we. Uh, but talk, take me back. When did you first know that there might be an issue? Uh, how long do you think it was going to last? How did you react? Uh, sure. Well, uh, you know, we started uh, 2020 uh, and it was set up to be a fantastic year. We had 39 major citywide conventions booked in the city. We were going to be hosting the NCAA Men's Final Four Basketball Championship. Um, eight of those 39 <laughs> conventions came to Atlanta. We hosted those. Uh, and then right at the time of the Men's Final Four Championship is when the real impact of COVID started to hit. And unfortunately, they had to cancel that championship. As you'll remember, that was a $100 million piece of business to the city. And we've had one convention uh, since the middle of March. So we had 39 of the books, eight showed up, and we've had one. So 
30 have canceled. Oh, we've got, yeah, so 29 canceled. Yeah, 29. And uh, we've got uh, the SEC uh, football championship and uh, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl are still on the calendar through the end of the year. Uh, we're hoping and expecting that both will be played. The big question will be, uh, will fans be allowed in the stands? Because if we don't get the fans from out of town here, then obviously we don't get the, the full economic impact uh, of the event. Well, what is the economic impact, given what was the budget for 2020, the economic impact supposed to be? Well, it's a, it's a $16 billion industry in Atlanta. Uh, we've lost uh, basically 60%. Uh, of our revenue generation. So, you know, it's about a $10 billion loss if you just kind of extrapolate it with the easy math. Um, it's a significant impact on the city. The challenge is, you know, hospitality, one of the reasons why it's one of the largest industries in almost every city in the world is because of the scale. When you get lots of visitors in town and you think about all the transactions that they're involved with when they're in your city, uh, you see how it quickly ramps up and how the economic impact grows. Conversely, when you don't have anyone in your city that's visiting, uh, it really you know, starts with, of course, the hotel stays, nobody's in the restaurants, it affects the cabs, the Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, all the folks that the businesses that support the conventions while they're in town. It really just has a, a huge ripple effect. And that's why in the hospitality industry, uh, you've seen such a devastating impact uh, from COVID. So, so dare I ask, what does next year look like? I mean, when are, when are we gonna get out of this thing? Or do we gotta just keep our head down forever? Well, I think the key is gonna be uh, having a vaccine yeah. or a significant medical breakthrough that, uh, really limits the morbidity uh, of the virus. Uh, I can assure you in your lifetime, hotel rooms and airline seats have never been cleaner. Uh, and yet, even with that, people are still nervous uh, about traveling. And so it's really just a matter of trust. So as we go into 2021, uh, we've got 30 major citywides on the calendar. We're hoping that that, that will stay intact. Uh, it's going to be spotty in the first quarter uh, as conventions look to, to see if attendees are going to feel comfortable coming. Uh, we're hoping that we'll be able to, to service uh, several of those conventions in the first quarter. And then I think as the year goes on, uh, things will continue to grow and ramp up. You know, attendance is going to be uh, light in the first few conventions. That's going to take time to build as well. But most of the economists in our industry believe that by June, uh, things are really going to start to get back to some semblance of normalcy where big convention cities like Atlanta are going to have meetings, you know, every week or every other week. And we'll start to see sort of a rhythm. And, you know, listening to Delta's uh, earnings yesterday, I think uh, there's, they have a sense too that business is really going to start coming back significantly in the middle of next year. So talk about that. How connect, we all know where the industries are connected, the airline and the hospitality industry, but in your opinion, how connected are the airline and the hospitality industries? Well, when you're a convention city, one of the first things that meeting planners want to know is how easy it is to get in and out of your city. You know, airlift sure. is, is one of the most important things. And that's a place where Atlanta really benefits greatly. Uh, we have the you know, largest airport in the world, uh, the busiest airport in the world. And of course, Delta that uh, is headquartered here and flies 
all over the world. And so uh, when we have conventions, uh, they're obviously a major feeder uh, for attendees to come into the city, not only nationally, uh, but internationally as well. When we have really large citywide, 25 to 35% of the attendees are gonna come uh, from outside the United States. It's one of the advantages I think we're gonna have when things uh, start to turn around uh, as Delta adds more capacity and more flights back into their system uh, because Atlanta is the major hub. Uh, we're going to see a lot of benefit from that. And so it's going to be a little bit easier for meeting planners uh, to get their attendees in and out of the city. Who, uh, yeah, what is the, what is 2022, uh, 2023, 24, you know, what do those future events look like? Well, the great news for Atlanta is our calendar looking out is very, very strong. Um, you know, we've got 22 to 23 citywides uh, booked for uh, major citywides most years out through 27, 28. So the future is very, very strong. It's just about bridging from today to getting to that future. And that's going to take a little bit of time. But once we get once we get back and we get back to a kind of a regular rhythm and a sense of normalcy, uh, Atlanta's going to recover very strong. Uh, we're, yeah, I mean, that's why we sort of like and believe in Atlanta. So, all right, but let's, now let's focus back on that 2021 because I'm nervous. You're saying everybody's kicking to the second half, which makes sense. But well, not everybody, but we do have a lot of people that uh, I think you've got, you've got conventions that weren't able to meet uh, in 2020. And remember that uh, for a lot of these organizations, that's one of their big revenue generators is, is having their convention. And so you really don't want to be in a situation where you have to miss two years in a row. So those that are in the first half of the year uh, that uh, are nervous, uh, they want to know if there are options in the back half of the year. Now, we haven't seen a lot of movement yet, but I think, and, and it makes sense, uh, people are trying to keep their options open. They want to be in Atlanta. They have uh, a great experience when they're here. And so we're trying to provide accommodations, uh, you know, for everybody. Uh, but the hope and the belief is that, you know, in the first quarter, we'll, we'll see some convention activity, uh, and then that'll grow in the second quarter. And by the time we get to the third quarter, I think we're going to really, you know, really see our momentum come back. All right. Um, so list one, it's hard to move big citywide conventions, right? Is this open dates and there's space and just coordination of all the people uh, is not easy. And, and we know that because our conference, our little tiny conference uh, is not easy to move either. It's time to find time to find space. Uh, tell me if we're dumb. We are, we are head down. We are doing this. We are enthusiastically holding ours in March. So we're in the early part of the calendar next year. We're doing half virtual if they're not comfortable. If people aren't comfortable, come virtually. But if they want to come, come in person. We get a bunch of our attendees that are dying to come. Uh, and we're going to be as smart as we can and as safe as we can. Uh, but we're going to head down and do this thing. Somebody's got to go first. Am I well, crazy? We're looking we're forward to hosting. Yeah, we're looking forward to hosting you. And uh, we can't wait to have you in our city. You know, what I would say is, uh, again, it's just about people feeling comfortable. Uh, the, the dynamics of all of the cleaning procedures uh, at Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport, uh, the cleaning uh, procedures at our convention center, uh, our hotels, our restaurants, we're adhering to all of the CDC mandates in terms of distancing and cleaning. Uh, and so the facilities are all ready to go. 
it's just about people getting comfortable traveling and, and people uh, getting comfortable getting here. And uh, once they get here, we have absolutely no doubt they're going to have a fantastic experience. I mentioned earlier, uh, we had a convention uh, that was here in August. It was probably around 20,000 uh, 20, attendees. And that experience went very smoothly. Um, I think the attendees were very happy and, uh, and had a really nice time while they were in the city. And so everything is ready to go. It's just all about people feeling, uh, having the confidence to, to move forward their, with their meeting. And we're really excited that, that you've got that confidence. What, uh, what's the next big event that's on the calendar uh, for 2020 uh, in Atlanta th that may or may not get canceled that we're holding our breath for? Uh, well, for 2020, it's the SEC Championship. Okay. Um, it's uh, scheduled for December 19th. Uh, again, you know, we've got everything uh, in process to host that. You know, the question will be, uh, really, will there be attendees? You know, will, it, will they allow people into the stadium? Now, of course, the Atlanta Falcons, at least right. at this point, and we're talking here in October, uh, have uh, begun to uh, allow uh, visitors into the stands. Uh, and that seems to be going very well. And so uh, the hope is, as we get through the end of the year here, uh, and the virus numbers continue to come down, that you know, there might be an opportunity to have uh, you know, to have some uh, fans in the stands at Mercedes-Benz for the SEC championship. And that would be a great boost for our industry uh, at the back half of the year. Yeah, I mean, what's the economic impact of an SEC championship for the city of Atlanta? Uh, it's probably $70, $80 million. So it's, you know, it's significant. And then you got the Chick-fil-A uh, Peach Bowl following that. And, you know, that's another event that's, you know, 70, 80, 90, $100 million event. That happens over... Uh, New Year's Eve weekend, so or New Year's Eve and, and the holidays. And so, you know, it's one of the reasons why we love sporting events, because they tend to happen uh, when we don't have other business. They're usually on the weekends or right around holidays and uh, when business people aren't traveling. And so they're almost always incremental to the portfolio. Uh, at this point, they're, uh, you know, they're our last hope to, to host a significant number of people before the year ends. So, uh, and I think more than the economic impact is the psychological impact, right? We need to see fans in the stands. We need to see events happening. And yes, the starting out at 10, 20% occupancy in these stadiums across the country is great. And we need to see that number grow, right? 40%, 50%, eventually we get to 100%. Well, as you said, you got to start, you know, you got to start. start somewhere. And uh, I was at an event last night and we were talking about flying, and uh, I'm getting ready to make three flights. And, you know, when I have those flights, uh, they're going to be great experiences. And I'm going to share those experiences with my friends. And then they're going to feel comfortable to fly. And then they're going to tell their friends. And, you know, it's going to kind of go from there. So folks just have to get, I mean, it's all about getting started. And uh, people going, having a great experience, uh, being safe and healthy coming back, telling their friends, and then that's how we're going to begin to grow, you know, the momentum back in the business. So I, I talk a big game about, you know, going first and being early and, you know, we're in the hospitality industry, so it feels an obligation to go, but I don't really want to go first. I, I mean, I'd love to see a full SEC stadium, a full Super Bowl, uh, things like that, and then people will be comfortable uh, getting out and traveling. Absolutely. I mean, that, and that's what you need, right? I mean, that's what you need is people to see other people traveling. Right. Uh, I really believe there's a, a significant pent-up demand for travel. 
people are tired of being in their basement and they're ready to get outside and they're ready to, to get back to traveling. And so I think once we finally get the all clear, I do believe the business is going to come back pretty quickly. Uh, I'm hoping. Um, all right, so let's see, keep talking future events. What other future events are scheduled to come to Atlanta? I think there's a Major League Baseball, All-Star, something about a World Cup. Give me some of those other fun sure. events. Uh, so on the sporting side, uh, we're hosting the Major League Baseball All-Star game next summer, uh, which we're very excited about. We're also uh, you know, in the mix to host, be one of the hosts for the 2026 World Cup. Uh, that was originally going to be announced. Uh, this year, they've pushed that back to 2021. And so, you know, we're, we're very hopeful that we're going to be one of the cities selected. We have such a fantastic stadium. We've had such a great soccer experience, you know, here in Atlanta. Uh, so I think we're set up very nicely to hopefully get the opportunity to participate and be a host uh, for, for the World Cup. And then kind of looking ahead, uh, the NCAA will be bidding out uh, the regionals for the men's basketball tournament for 23, 24, 25. And we're going to be in the mix uh, on bidding on those. And hopefully we'll you know, secure one of those events uh, for 23, 24, 25. And, you know, kind of get us back into the college basketball game. Did we just miss the final four? We don't get a quick do over. Well, you know, the problem with, uh, the problem with a big championship like the final four is that, you know, it books so far in advance because it typically is going to very large convention cities that have a large convention center and a large stadium. And so, you know, as I just told you about our calendar, I mean, when you look at our calendar over the next four or five years, I mean, it's full. And so it's very hard uh, to clear space. And so that's why they, they look so far ahead. So, you know, we will likely host that championship again before the end of the decade. I believe that, you know, we'll have the opportunity to do that. But it's going to be in an outer year where we still have space on the calendar and, and you know, and we can fit it in. It's just like uh, this year, a lot of people, uh, when they couldn't uh, host the event, uh, were hoping that, you know, they could just move it back three weeks. But you know, by that point, we had a lot of business that was booked. It wasn't going to be easy. It's just not easy to move something like that back a few weeks. Now, as it turned out, everybody canceled and, you know, we didn't even have any convention activity to speak of uh, since then. So other than that one convention that I mentioned. So uh, it just, you know, it's just one of those situations that really disappointing for everybody. They were looking forward to being here. They have a great experience when they're in Atlanta. Obviously, we were looking forward to hosting them uh, and providing that great experience. But we have a great relationship with the NCAA, and we've hosted a lot of their championships here. And um, I believe as we move ahead, we'll get the opportunity to do that again. Uh, yeah, you guys do a great job. So, And you got great facilities and great people. Uh, so cheers to you and your team. Um, talk to me about the economic impact to certainly the ACBB, but the city of Atlanta without full rooms, there's hotel motel taxes that are not being collected. Uh, there's other sales taxes and bars and restaurants that are not being collected. Collected. What's the impact to the city? Well, I think you've seen that not only in the city, but the state. When you hear about the budget issues that the city, the shortfall that the city's had, uh, a lot of that is around hotel motel tax. Uh, that just isn't collected because people aren't staying in the hotels. And then when you kind of take that statewide, uh, you see the, see the same situation. And so, 
uh, it, it's had a, a very difficult impact, uh, again, not only on our businesses, but on the uh, city as well as the state. And, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, we're working so hard to try and get back, uh, even if it's just, you know, some small victories moving, you know, through the end of this year and the first part of next year, just to begin to get some more money uh, flowing through the system. Uh, the business is at, at such a scale that, you know, even the uh, beginning of small meetings coming into the city would very quickly uh, catch up and, and provide some much needed revenue uh, into the system. Do you think that will happen? You think it'll be small meetings first and then the meeting sizes will grow? I think it probably will because uh, if you think about how the business works, conventions are usually booking five years out. It, yeah. They just don't have the flexibility. And when you look at uh, corporations, uh, small associations uh, that are going to meet in one or two hotels, uh, they, you know, they have some flexibility. They, they can do that meeting with, you know, six, six months notice or, or a year notice. So uh, I think those are, are probably going to happen quickly. I, th I think the uh, comeback is going to be uh, first in leisure, and we've already seen some of that. Uh, people are beginning to travel a little bit more. We had uh, we picked up almost four points of occupancy over the summer on uh, leisure because we did some leisure marketing programs. Uh, then you're going to see uh, uh, small meetings begin to come back. Uh, companies are going to need to get their sales teams back out on the road. They're going to be new product introductions, things like that. Those are going to take, you know, meetings to, to get those things going. And then uh, business travel, you'll, you'll probably see business travel come back uh, in the first quarter of next year. And, you know, it'll slowly grow. It's going to take some time. But when you're a corporation, uh, you got to drive revenue and you drive revenue, you know, with sales and new products. And so uh, I think we'll see that. And, and, and as, again, as all those things happen and people are seeing other people traveling, then I think, you know, conventions are going to be very comfortable uh, and attendees are going to be comfortable uh, coming to their conventions. And and I think a lot of that will then gel right as we get kind of into the summer of 2021. So it's interesting. I, you mentioned the leisure, which we all know, but uh, I wouldn't think of Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, as a leisure destination. But we had a meeting at the Marquis, Marriott Marquis uh, last week with their management team. Uh, and I asked the question, how's business? And the response was, uh, their weekends have been fantastic. Thank you. Uh, and the weekdays have been has been small uh, in a 1600 room, you know, convention hotel, they were running 53% occupancy on the weekend, all with leisure traveler because Georgia is open and people are driving to and staying at a downtown convention hotel for leisure business. Absolutely. I mean, one of the great things about Atlanta is that we have three major interstates that crisscross in the middle of downtown. So uh, a lot of people are, are driving, uh, a lot of people are still vacationing. And so we did see some really nice pickup and have seen some really nice pickup. But just to put that in perspective, uh, in March, we were running 80% daily occupancy uh, in our hotels uh, in, in uh, downtown Midtown and Buckhead. And then, uh, you know, obviously COVID hit in April, that was 10%. I mean, that's how quickly yeah. and how devastating the impact was. And so we've slowly been working our way back. Uh, in August, we were at 33%. And uh, we'll probably finish the year, you know, hopefully somewhere around 40%. Uh, 
uh, average. So when you think about the 80% we had at the beginning and what it's going to take to get to a 40% average, you kind of get a sense of, you know, the, the impact that, that this has really had. How did that, how does that compare to 2008, the year you first started? Uh, when I started, we were 53%. Okay. Uh, that first, that first year. Uh, so we've had about, uh, and I think if I remember right, we had about 35 million visitors. Uh, in 2019, we had about 57 million visitors. So we've had about a 60% growth um, in, in, in kind of the last 10 or so years. And so we've really had, uh, you know, Atlanta has really um, done very well in the hospitality industry. Our business has really grown significantly. Uh, we have great facilities. Uh, we have all these fabulous new attractions that, that have come to the city and opened up over the last decade. And uh, provide great family experiences. So when you talk about the folks that are coming downtown on the weekends, you know, they're going to the aquarium and they're going to, you know, the world of Coca-Cola and the uh, uh, College Football Hall of Fame and all of the fabulous attractions that we have uh, downtown, all of our cultural institutions. Uh, so there are a lot of things to do here, uh, particularly for a leisure traveler. And that also helps on the business side because uh, when conventioneers travel, you usually get at least one off night uh, and you want to go to a nice restaurant, you maybe want to, you know, hit something that's kind of uh, local to the city that you're in. And, uh, and we have, uh, have really over the last decade added so many features to the city uh, that it's really become a, a fantastic experience for business travelers as well as leisure visitors. Well, you're right. We're fortunate. We have a fantastic city uh, to live, work, play, and uh, easy for you and your team to sell the city, I would think. Uh, kudos to you and you guys, what you're doing. Keep selling hard. I think there's a lot of pent-up energy. I think people want to get out and, and travel, uh, whether it's for work or for leisure or what have you. So I think hopefully 2021 and beyond will be, uh, maybe the back half will be a busy years for you guys. Well, I, I think you're right. And, you know, the message I always try to leave with people is that we are going to get through this. And uh, whether, it, uh, whether it starts first quarter of next year, second quarter of next year, uh, you know, we're going to begin to, to see this uh, start to recover. And because there is a lot of pent-up interest in travel, uh, I think when it begins to recover, it will begin to recover quickly. And I think as we get particularly to the end of 2021, I think we're really going to, you know, see a, a, a return to kind of the normal business that we've gotten used to in the city. And, and not only in Atlanta, because this isn't an Atlanta issue. This is an issue, you know, all around the country. And I think in general, everyone believes that the back half of 21 is going to signal the recovery in the hospitality industry across the country. Uh, and that will also feed on itself as well. So as we get people traveling, you know, all over the country, uh, we're going to see airlift come back. Uh, we're going to see people making multiple trips. You and I were talking earlier about the amount of travel that we were doing prior to March. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to getting back on an airplane, you know, with regular frequency and, and getting back out and going out and talking to customers and prospects about coming to the city. So, uh, you know, it's been a tough, it's been a tough 2020. It's going to be a tough, tough couple of months as we get here to the end. But I really do believe that 2021 is, is going to provide a, the beginning of a, a substantial recovery for Atlanta. And uh, we're doing everything we can to get it jump started. Uh, William, I know you are, you and your team. Thank you very much uh, for all your work. Get out there and travel, carry the banner for the city. 
uh, and for the entire industry. And I mean that. Uh, we all, we got to get started, right? I mean, boy, we got to get started. Absolutely. Well, look, I appreciate being with you today. Uh, I, you know, again, I, I want everybody to, to know and tell the message that, you know, the recovery is coming. And uh, we're going to get some, I believe we'll get some medical breakthroughs against the virus here as we get through the end of the year. And that's going to be the signal to people to, to begin to return to their normal activities. Uh, and as that occurs throughout 2021, uh, we're going to see people traveling and coming back to our city again. Uh, God willing. All right. Thanks, William. I appreciate you joining me. We'll do our My part. Pleasure, buddy. Great to be with you. Thanks, William.